Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Through education, motivation, and implementation, we will bridge the gap between knowing and doing so we can master fat loss naturally and help you reach your highest potential. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. Today's episode is going to be a shorter one, but it's something I have been getting a lot of questions about, so I wanted to put it out there, even though it's pretty straightforward, pretty simple to wrap your head around, and it is about eating out, going out to eat, because many people feel limited, like this is a big barrier, a place where they struggle. If they're going to make good choices or what they would consider good choices. They feel like they're missing out and it is easy to go overboard when you're eating out. I personally believe that there is absolutely without a doubt a way to go out to eat, really enjoy your food, not feel like you're missing out, and also still work towards your goals. I don't think it's one or the other. Either you choose your goals or you choose to enjoy your food I really believe you can have both. So many people stay in the mindset of my options are a salad or a burger without the bun. And if that's how you see it, I totally understand why you feel like you're missing out. But there are way more options. And I just want to introduce a few of them today. And hopefully at least one will be new to you and open up your variety, your options, your choices and your enjoyment the next time you go out. Personally, I eat out now more than I ever have. Most of that is a function of dating somebody that lives an hour and a half away from me. But I feel like there is almost nowhere that I would struggle to make a choice that makes me feel amazing. Now, it doesn't mean it's perfect. It doesn't mean that it's as clean or as healthy as it would be as if, as if I were at home, but I can feel like I'm really enjoying my food. I'm not eating like a bird. I'm not missing out. And I'm also not saying, screw it, let's do it. But screw it, let's do it isn't always out of the question. I don't want you guys to think that the message of this is you can never go to your favorite restaurant and have the best chocolate cake in the world. Go for it. Do it. What I'm talking about in today's episode is those regular restaurant visits. Not your birthday, not your anniversary, not when you want to go and enjoy the meal without feeling like you can't indulge, right? I want you to have those moments where you say, yes, I am going to have dessert. Go for it. But I also just as strongly want you to know with certainty that you can make choices that make you feel amazing when you're out to eat. So this goes beyond salad. It goes beyond steak. It goes beyond burger without the bun. So I want to introduce four strategies that I use that are a little bit beyond the common ones everybody thinks of. And then I'll tell you 
my favorite things that I order when I go out to eat. The first thing is, sometimes it's easier to make great choices off the appetizer menu than the entree menu. And I'm not saying that to say, eat smaller. What I'm saying is, order two appetizers or order an appetizer and a salad to be delivered or served with the entrees instead of forcing yourself to pick off the entree menu. Often on appetizer lists, we'll see lots of protein and fat options like um, chicken satay or bacon-wrapped scallops or oysters Rockefeller. Those are a couple that I've seen very recently. And get those. If you don't feel like it's enough food for you, and I totally can relate to that, get two, right? Look at the appetizer menu and don't limit yourself to the entree menu. Charcuterie is on many appetizer menus. Order that, meat and cheese, and maybe a salad or maybe a different appetizer. A couple months ago, I was in a situation where I was at an event that had a limited menu, but you had to order off the menu, and they were not amenable to modifying the entrees because it was a special a special menu. But what I got was a meatballs app, right? They had an appetizer that was essentially just meatballs and uh, asparagus wrap with prosciutto, and they just had that served with the entrees. So I was having two appetizers, and the goal was not the perfect fat loss friendly choice, but the best choice for me that would leave me feeling satisfied that's something I would really enjoy and not feel like I'm missing out, where I don't feel stuffed. I'm not leaving the restaurant feeling like, oh, why did I do that? I went overboard. So consider ordering off the appetizer menu, not for the sake of eating less. That's not a argument to you don't need to eat something as big as the entree, though often that's a valid point, but just because you can tend to find better options, even chicken wings, right? Is it perfect? No. Now, I'm not talking about boneless chicken nuggets that are fried with buffalo sauce, right? That's a different story. But then again, if that is satisfying to you and your alternative is a big plate of pasta, then maybe that is an improvement for you. So be open to those kinds of solutions. All right. The second tip is related to those portions of the menu that are dishes, that are pasta dishes or rice dishes. I used to not even look at them. I felt like it was off limits. I didn't even want to read the options because I didn't want to be tempted by them or feel like I was missing out. And when I was at my heaviest some unknown place over 350 pounds, I would go to this little Italian restaurant by me and I would eagerly eat the bread that they brought out before the meal. And then I would order a dish that I loved. And it was a chicken and broccoli over pasta dish with this rich, rich cream sauce. And I loved that. What I loved about it was the cream sauce and the broccoli and the chicken, though I ate the pasta, don't get me wrong. The pasta wasn't the primary driver of the flavor. To me, most pasta doesn't really taste like much, but it's a vehicle for whatever goes with it. And I used to miss that so much. I wouldn't even look at those sections of the menu. Until one day I asked if they would put the chicken and broccoli and cream sauce over more broccoli instead of over pasta. Now I do this all the time 
And I have yet to have a restaurant tell me no. Now, I'm not always in the mood for broccoli, and broccoli doesn't always go with the dish that I want. But I just say, would you be willing to put this over vegetables instead of over pasta or instead of over rice? Can I have twice the vegetables? Or if it doesn't come with vegetables at all, just ask them to put it over whatever your veggie of choice is. Most places will work with you on that. When uh, I went to dinner with the Masters Club in November at Ascend, we went to this Italian restaurant and I ordered a cream pasta dish, but I got it over broccoli instead of over pasta. And a lot of other people followed suit and everybody loved it. Nobody felt deprived. And without a doubt, we felt better leaving that restaurant in terms of energy, in terms of satisfaction than if we had stuffed ourselves with a pasta dish. The third one uh, is very similar and it's with taco dishes. So many times I look at them like, oh, those tacos sound amazing, but I don't want a little bit of fish and veggie stuffed inside, essentially, bread or corn. So what I'll ask is, can you put the taco filling over a salad? Because what I love most is the taco filling, and that's me. If that's not for you, then try one of the other strategies. But I've never been turned down when I asked if they would remove the taco from the shell, but I don't want to just eat the inside, right? Because I could do that myself, dump it out. I want to add veggies. I want it to be more substantial. So I'll say, can you put these tacos over a salad, just the filling over a salad instead of the tortilla or the wrap, whatever it comes with? The fourth strategy comes with a disclaimer. And the disclaimer is, this might not be right for you. If when I share this fourth strategy, you start thinking about restriction so that you can overindulge, that is not right for you. So let me dive into it and then I'll go back to this caveat. Another strategy, if you know that you are going to be going out to dinner or out to lunch or however you see it, is to fast until then. Here's why I say that. This is not a strategy of restrict, 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 binge, or overindulge, or splurge. That's not it at all. What it is, is an awareness that you are probably consuming much more energy at a dinner out, especially, this is really a tool if I know that I want to have an appetizer, or I know that I'm going to have a drink, or I want to have dessert. If I go into a restaurant and I have a drink and an appetizer and an entree and a dessert, that's basically as much, if not more, than I would consume throughout a normal day where I'm eating at home, right? Because I tend to have a light breakfast if I have breakfast at all. And then I have the larger meal as lunch, but that's typically like a cabbage salad bowl and then a smaller dinner. So if I am going to a restaurant and wanting to try out this new appetizer and maybe have a piece of dessert as well as an entree, then I have no issue fasting until then. Not to justify splurging at all, but just out of an understanding of what my body needs for fuel and not wanting to give my body more fuel than it needs. But if you are seeing this as all or nothing, on or off, restrict, then binge, 
please never, ever try this. And if you do, you are choosing a pattern of behavior that fosters a mentality that does not set you up for success. Please don't do that. But if you can look at it as, hey, I'm going to be working all day, sitting on my butt, which doesn't require a whole lot of energy, and I'm going to have a pretty substantial meal later, then just take it easy. That could mean that you have some bone broth, that you drink a lot of water, that maybe you have some raw veggies, or it could be that you do a straight true fast. I am not saying do this every day. I am not saying do this once a week. But if you feel like you want to make sure you are not giving your body more fuel than it needs, then that's certainly an approach you can try if you have the right perspective on it. Please be adult about it. Please be responsible. Please know if you are approaching it from a healthy mentality or an unhealthy one. The obvious strategies here that I didn't want to go into a lot on but might need practice from you are take leftovers, right? Don't feel like you need to finish it because you spent money on it. Get two meals out of one. Have a really amazing lunch to look forward to tomorrow. And the reason that I say it's common sense is because most of us understand we could do that, but do you practice it? How practiced are you at saying to the server, can you bring me a box? I want to box up half of this ahead of time. Or when you start to get to the point where you're like, this is, I'm full, but this is so good. Don't sit there and hem and haw and pick at it until it's all gone. Be decisive. Simple decision-making criteria. Can I get a box for this? And put it in the box immediately. I know you know that, but do you practice it? The other thing is if I want to avoid, say, a dish that comes with fries or chips or toast or whatever it is, something that I don't want to eat, I'll tell them not to bring it. And if they do bring it, oftentimes I'll ask them to take it back and remove it. Now, sometimes I want to challenge my willpower and sit there and have the opportunity to practice my commitment, my follow through. But other times I'm like, you know what, why make it harder for myself? Please take it away. So if you're ordering, just the other day I was at a breakfast place and I got a breakfast bowl that was normally bacon, eggs, veggies, hash browns, and a side of toast. I said, can I have the breakfast bowl without the potatoes? No toast. Now, I could have said without the potatoes, had them bring the toast, and then had sit there looking at it, how good it seems. But why make it any more taxing than it has to be? Just keep it really simple. I know you know these things. But again, I'm going to ask at the risk of being redundant and repetitive here, how practiced are you? All right, I'll wrap up with some of my personal favorite things to order. Charcuterie. That is basically a platter of meats and cheeses. Sometimes it comes with bread, but I usually ask them to hold the bread. And if I don't ask them to hold the bread, my boyfriend will eat it. Steak and veggies. Super simple, but very, very good. The other night I was out to eat and I had steak and asparagus and it was amazing. Fish. I love a good salmon dish, a good mahi dish. And I'll tell them to hold the rice or the potato and give me double the veggies. Fajitas, huge fan of Mexican food. Meat and veggies with guacamole all day long, awesome. Make it extra spicy. I am moving to Cape Cod, and that's where I'll be putting my tiny house. And down there, they, of course, have some amazing lobster rolls. I love just the pile of the lobster meat 
on a plate or in a bowl. I don't need bread with that. It takes away from the lobster. I will not order anything that makes me feel like I'm missing out or I've been cheated or it's not really worth it. But there's always something that you can find. Look at an item on the menu and say, how could I make this an improvement for me? Maybe that's just boxing up half of it before you eat it. Or maybe it's asking the pasta to be substituted for a vegetable, right? Maybe there's a couple of appetizers you really, really love, and so you go with those instead of an entree. But instead of nodding your head at the understanding and awareness of these strategies, really challenge yourself to practice them and practice them at every opportunity you can. Have a great day, guys. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.